Hey everyone, I'm Franklin. And I'm Matt, and today we're here with Cody from Westminster Effects. What's up? excited today to have Cody here with us. Uh, he's got all of his, his good pedals and stuff with him, and we are very excited to uh, um, find out a little bit more about about what you do, because yeah, yeah, I've been playing pedals and effects for a long time, and I'll be honest with you, I've never opened one up, and I don't know what's inside. It might be... <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uh, hamsters on little wired wheels and yeah. stuff like that, <laughs> and maybe a nuclear fusion reactor. It's sweet. So oh, yeah. I make no promises of... Uh, Prop sixty five warnings and all that kind of stuff in California. So. Cool. So his stuff might it might blow up, but it, might. it sounds really good in the meantime. Yes. I, I have <laughs> I have had two or three when I plugged them up. I had a couple things in the wrong way, and you hear it, you open oh, it up and no. capacitors blowing or whatever. So that's always fun. Cool. But, you know, that's neither, that's neither here nor there. And <laughs> so I'm I'm going to. Uh, I do promise. I I promise. I test everything. <laughs> it's it cellophane first before I, yes. I, I touch the button again. You need bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally, I, I bought a, a, a couple of uh, pedals from you. You know, yeah, and yeah. I've got a, a couple of his things on the board, and and we'll talk about those and and uh, look at, at doing some some demo uh, video of them kind of after the show. Um, but what I want to know, really, is because I've never asked you this. Oh no! <laughs> exactly. You know how I feel. Here we go. Here we go. How did you get started doing this? Because it seems like a very technical thing to already yeah. have to know how yeah. to do. So, um, oh boy, here we go. The backstory. <laughs> uh, so. I was working at an advertising agency in downtown Greenville several mm. years ago, and uh, which is what you do when you have a journalism degree, mm. uh, which I graduated in 09 from North Greenville, grade school, uh, just a crappy degree. Uh, I graduated just in time Graduated just in time for that entire industry to realize, oh, we're not making money anymore. How do we even do this? Mm. And so what do you do with that? Well, you work survival jobs until you can find a social media management job. Yeah. And uh, so that went toxic, uh, just pure toxic. Mm. And I, I left that job with the intention of doing freelance work with blogging, social media, etc. And, and I had some of that. And in the meantime, uh, I've always been a DIY guy. I've mm. you know changed out pickups like so many guitars have. Mm. And I was like, hmm, how about I build a pedal? I like pedals. I've always had a you know stupid huge board, except for that one time I made a mistake and sold them all and got a multi effects unit. And oh, uh, <laughs> oh bro, shade. Yeah, yeah. I'll oh, get to you guys next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and and in all fairness, that was the pre Helix days, and it was yeah. a Digitech. Mm -hmm. It was the RP one thousand. Oh, I have an RP eighty still sitting in my closet. Oh. Yes, yes. So, so I got. Uh, I got a blues breaker kit from General Guitar Gadgets, and I was like, "That was fun. I can make money off this." And uh, and I was like, "I have marketing ideas on top of that. You know, being the social media management at the advertising agency, and I've always nice. been kind of a creative guy." And I was like, "Well, I'm creative. I like guitar. I like theology. Let's just roll with this." You know, so hence the name Westminster Effects, which even though I'm Reformed Baptist, sounds a lot better than 1689 Effects. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not Presbyterian, just for the record. Um, <laughs> and so, and so it just rolled from there. You know, my my first 
uh, models were the Tulip Tap Tempo, the Regeneration Buffer, the Piper Drive, uh, and the Knox 800. And uh, from there, I just rolled dumb theological puns across the board. <laughs> and uh, a couple of years ago, my father-in-law generously invested, and we acquired Nose Pedal, and the rest is history. I did my first NAM at Summer NAM last year in Nashville. Did my first big NAM uh, just last month, and it keeps me busy, and I get to work from home, and it's awesome. So, it yeah, sounds there you go. phenomenal. <laughs> um, that's awesome. It, it, I'm just... You know, it's one of those things where I I stumbled across your stuff way ahead of like knowing that you were that I was the guy. So close, yeah, you were the yeah, guy, yeah. You know, um, it, I think my drive was about fifteen minutes. So, I, well, technically seventeen because I got distracted by an Instagram message from one of my endorsed artists on the way. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. "Hey, somebody broke the jack on my chick delay." And I was just like, "Oh, for real? I guess I'll <laughs> oh, fix it. Uh-huh. I will happily fix it." But that person's a moron, which is neither here nor there. So, um, proceed. <laughs> so it, you know, it's funny. Like I, I had a a nose tap tempo years ago oh yeah that was that was pre-me yeah 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 and so like i had it beforehand and then had laughed and joked about the osteen pedal which you can see that yeah we've got here it is named the osteen distortion for for good reason (laughs) (laughs) and um so i you know i i knew about these things ahead of time then it was funny one day i i ended up putting two and two together and was like oh my gosh you're just right around the corner (laughs) (laughs) yeah how cool yeah and so um you know, I've always thought your stuff was neat, and, and as as worship guitarists, you know, which is what the show's about. If you're not a worship guitarist and you're here, I'm glad you're here. Get, buy some stuff, but um, hashtag buy pedals. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, I just I think it's so cool that that on our on our boards we can have you know theologians and and you know all these 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 over overall christian things and you can you can look yeah, down in yeah. the middle of worship and and be reminded of what you're there for exactly you know yeah, yeah. so uh the elevator pitch i developed when i exhibited at last year's g3 conference in atlanta which for those of you who don't know is a, a huge theology conference it's really really good um so todd Friel if anybody knows him of of wretched radio and wretched tv crashes my booth and and he's he is as freakishly tall as they they say <laughs> tall lanky guy big over the top radio voice and all that kind of stuff and he's like well if you were wondering where all the noise was coming from <laughs> like, we've got guitar effects he's like what's this about and i was like well you know regardless of whether we like the style uh the modern worship style is here like mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere for a yeah. while mm-hmm. so my uh, my goal with Westminster Effects is to equip church guitarists and encourage them to read better books, or even just a book. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's like, or you, uh, uh, so I, I, I'm, I told you I was going to break something. <laughs> um, so if I punch you in the face, I'm sorry. But, uh, and I, and, you know, I hold up the Edwards Overdrive, which yeah. is the right side of the E89 here. And I was like, you know, like Jonathan Edwards. And he goes, or you can stomp on him. I was like, you want to stomp on somebody. <laughs> I got the Osteen distortion. He doubled over with his super over-the-top laugh. And he's like, thank you for that. And he just left. And so that was that's it. Is is I'm trying to equip these guys, but also remind them, hey, like, we've got 2,000 years of, of church history, or as Steve Nichols says on the Five Minutes in Church History podcast, like, this is family history. Mm-hmm. These are yeah. our 
older siblings in the faith, whether you want to talk about Piper, who's still kicking, or the Puritans, or Calvin, or Augustine from 1700, 1800 years ago. Uh, no, 1600 years ago, sorry. Um, before anybody roasts me online for that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, we have such a rich history that we can learn from, as opposed to uh, so many modern Christians want to treat it as we have the book of Acts and then we have Billy Graham. Mm. And, and there's so much yeah. more than that, even, mm. you know, just a hundred plus years ago with, well, I guess 150-ish with Spurgeon. Mm. And then, you know, God, you go with Reformers, you got Anselm, John Chrysostom, like the names just roll. And and they, they had such rich experiences with God through scripture. Mm. And as James White puts it, we are standing on the shoulders of giants. And so let's learn from them, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, or learn what not to do in the case of Osteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> the, the good part about it is, is that as much as it makes fun of him, that pedal rocks. So, <laughs> that, yeah, it, it is my, my go-to for high gain purposes. It's, mm, it's chunky and delicious. Oh, so. the, all the health and wealth you can get. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, while we're at it, while we're at it, um, and that's one thing I love about it too is that is that not only do you you're not pigeonholed in just kind of one one thing. You've got so many effects. You've got delays. You've got reverbs, and so you yep, you yep. really can build an entire modern praise and worship appropriate Pretty setup. Much, yeah, yeah you know, Pretty with, much. with what you've got, and mm-hmm. and I, you know I I've just thought it was neat because I don't see anybody else really really doing this. Sure. All, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, you know, I I was just I was blown away the first time I I, I got a look at them. Um, so here come the the some of the fun little goofy questions. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite pedal? There's got to be one that you make every time you make it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> in terms of in terms of actually building it, let's do building oh, and sound. Man. Oh man. Mm. In terms of building it. Hmm. The Puritan, I guess, has a trim pot inside yeah. where if I if I do it, if I have it set too low, it just sounds like butt. <laughs> but if I turn it up too high, it also sounds terrible, but it's glitchy. And there's like this little sweet spot in the middle where, where when I find that, when I set it, it's just like, Yes, it sounds amazing. <laughs> there it is. And uh, so, yeah, that one, that one in terms of buildability, I guess. Um, and that, that kind of put me on the spot. I'd never really thought about that. Uh, so, so well played. <laughs> uh, in, terms of, in terms of actual tones, I love the Osteen distortion. Mm. I really do. I'm a, I'm a you know, mid-2000s uh, pop punk and emo kid at heart. <laughs> um, I, still listen to, I still listen to My Chemical Romance. Uh, I, I will wear that, and I yeah. will wear that proudly. Um, Everybody like, likes yeah. that song. Was is it Helena? Is that how you say it? Is that Helena? Helena is how they pronounce it. At yeah. Least. yeah. Everybody likes that song. But yeah. if you and three cheers. You don't, three cheers for Sweet Revenge is just a masterpiece of an album, in my opinion. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> but you know, like even Blink One Eighty Two, Senses Fail, Newfound Glory, etc. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like man, that's and and even further on into like the you know 2009 to 12 metalcore mm-hmm. post hardcore type stuff i still play music that sounds like it should have been written 10 years ago in in my own band and uh like <laughs> sorry right. i do eagles covers i get it <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> so i mean the osteen you know coupled with the the calvin compressor and the the zwingli 
are my always ons and it you know just kind of gives that extra secret sauce going into the Osteen it's just like it's just a wall <laughs> when I want it to be you know so but it also cleans up really well which is interesting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I mean he does look pretty legit in those suits so. you know yeah and he does have nice teeth. Yeah. The, the uh, what is it? The sheep's clothing? Clothing line? Anyway, yes. we'll. Yes. we'll uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, and that's the other thing, too, is, is uh, you know, as you're out looking for overdrives, you know, I, I've been in that category before. Where I was like, I need an overdrive pedal. And actually, you know, you've got a mm-hmm. list of 15, and you've looked for every demo video online. And, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where if you look for compressor pedals, you find your three knob and your four knob and all this kind of stuff and yeah. and and there's so many different options and then when I get to your website it's one of those things where um, I mean your compressor has the same stuff everybody else does so the, you know it's mm-hmm. it's not like you know some kind of like well I'm gonna do this I shouldn't do this but I'm gonna do this do it we've <laughs> talked about it in an earlier episode how sometimes people get the feeling that that Christian things are not as good as other things. There's Christian mm-hmm. movies and people yeah. say they're yeah, not yeah, as good yeah, as yeah. other things. And, and they're not. It, <laughs> sometimes they're not. You know, but that Christian musicians aren't as good of musicians as, as other people. And we've talked about apples and oranges, but yeah. there is absolutely no stone unturned here. They're not Christian pedals yeah, that kind yeah. to get you there. Mm-hmm. You've got the real deal here. You yeah, really yeah. And, and the goal with that is, I mean... It's uh, it's like the the old Protestant work ethic, where uh, where Luther, you know, even said, and and I'm kind of twisting Luther here, but Luther was adamant the 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 Christian shoemaker doesn't uh, make excellent shoes by putting little crosses on them. The Christian shoemaker makes excellent shoes by making excellent shoes to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, God, I'm having a brain fart. Oh yeah, and the other Luther quote is is you know talking about faith and works is God doesn't need your good works but your neighbor does and and it happens that in every occupation you are fulfilling a need whether whether you're building guitar effects whether you're building wells in Africa or whether even if you're working at a drive-through you know mm-hmm. like there's there's no shame in any of those you're improving the world and helping steward creation mm-hmm. so uh, my neighbor needs a compressor <laughs> so I'm gonna build a compressor, and you know, obviously, it's 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 more explicitly Christian than than most of the brands out there. And there's, I know, there's a couple out there that have some Christian themes. I think Fox Pedal did like the yeah, Kingdom or something like right. that, and they've they've got some cool stuff. Uh, but at the same time, like with my target being specifically church guys, and be like, hey, read these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 just gonna knock something over. I'll end up throwing <laughs> something. Um, but you know. That's that's the goal. Is hey, let's make really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and in the past, I've made some really crappy, crappily built ones. Um, you know, full disclosure. Like I used to spray paint stuff, and now it's powder coated. So the night and day mm-hmm. there. But you know, let's let's shoot for the moon in terms of quality and see how it all works out. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, that goes right into you know one of the previous episodes. What we talked about is. Um, Everything you do, do under the glory of God. So yeah. when you show up to practice on time, when you yeah. know your parts, you know, all that kind of stuff. Not only that, but it is also worship. So 
Mm-hmm. As you do everything you can do under the glory of God, you're not only are you worshiping, are you are you getting better, are you getting closer to what He wants? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it all falls directly in line, and I think I think what you're doing is phenomenal. And there's and there's a really cool. Uh, I don't know if dichotomy is the right word. It probably isn't. But I've experienced both sides of, like, there's one, there's no reason ever for a Christian to do a crappy job at something. Whether you're learning guitar parts, whether you're building something, whether you're just at an occupation where you don't own the business. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, uh, like, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to miss a solder point every now and then where, you know, a component, when I test it, is resting up against where it should be. So it's fine. And then when it gets to the, you know, shipping bounces it around and all of a sudden it doesn't work when it gets there. I'm going to make mistakes. And I've had so many people, that sounds terrible. That sounds like I I have so many defective (laughs) units, but I've had people show me so much grace at the same time of saying like, Hey man, just want to let you know, I got this thing and it doesn't work. And I'm just like, ah, (laughs) dang it. Uh, But you know, you get them a a return label, you fix it and you move on Mm -hmm. and, and then they're happy with it until it breaks again. Um, But no, I'm just kidding. We um, do stomp on these things. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we do step on these. You know, so every now, every now and then, a knob is going to pop off. It's got a little set screw. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Calm down about your knobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you get what I mean. Oh, is, yeah. is you know when you're when you're dealing primarily with with Christians who understand mm-hmm. who understand the grace of God uh, through Jesus. They're just going to treat you like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that's one thing I, I will say about people who buy my stuff is they've treated me with a lot of grace over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And speaking of that whole thing, as a Christian, if you ever buy a pedal from him, from anybody else, and it shows up busted, please show that grace. It happens, you know. It's oh just, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. These they're you know nothing's perfect. I've only told off a one or two customers ever. But they deserved it. <laughs> when 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 you start off your email with this entire project has been a disaster, it's like, Uh-oh. yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I had to swallow some pride in my response because I wanted to blow him up, so I had to throw some, I had to show some restraint. But at the same time, it's like, it's like a little bit of grace would be nice, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you're just gonna have that sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, but. Um, so moving on from here, what's some new stuff to look out for from you? So we're, you know we're we're going to look at some of these Ooh, and demo some of these things. Yeah, what's what's on the horizon? Because I'm excited too. Well, in terms of stuff that <laughs> just got announced at Nam, uh, well, I guess we could even go back to Summer Nam with the Geneva Ampsim, which which you own. Um, that's been my best seller since I announced it, and that uh, I mean it's not up here right now, but it simulates a. A Vox AC30 top boost channel has an XLR out, so that can be your amp. Um, but it's all analog, so that's that's the best part about it. Is everything reacts like a tube amp would, or at least pretty close. Um, the way that uh, Brian Nutter at Nutter Guitars put it was, you can play with electrons instead of ones and zeros. I was like, that's just brilliant. <laughs> like, that's perfect. Um, I can vouch for this thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely vouch away. Let's do it. Be my advertising guy. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It does react like an amp does. Even you know, even with a Les Paul cleaning it up, it does what it's supposed to do. Um, there's a lot of headroom, and for you guys that maybe don't have ISO cabs or you plug in direct and you're looking for a way to to really kind of bump it up to where you know maybe your church will let you use amps, but you're trying to get there. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect thing. 
to to use. Yeah, with. yeah. I, I mean, you know, I've looked the internet over and haven't found much better. It, and especially in, in the worship world, most guys are running either a pristine clean amp or an amp on the edge of breakup. Mm-hmm. And and this is you know everything is amp is the amp is the pedal platform, and you get most of your actual tone from from all this stuff. And uh, yeah, so it's it's perfect for that. It's it's hey, let's set this thing clean or even a little bit dirty and play it as you normally would, you know. And it's it's what a fifteen ninety BBS to get technical with the enclosure size. So it's not huge. It's basically the footprint of this, but shorter. And um, so yeah, I mean, doesn't take up a ton of space, or you could even have it live off your board. Just you know, it's durable. So yep. whatever. That's that's. Generally, how I've run it is just I, you know I run out of my pedal board and into where it is because it's sitting right next to the input to the board. Yeah, and there you go. And yeah, then, you know it, it's it's perfect. Yeah. So stuff that I released <laughs> actually at Nam, you can see the Piper Drive here. Uh, so that's a low gain. It's the version two. Uh, for the record, and I've told this on my own podcast and I'm probably another podcast too. Um, John Piper actually owns a prototype. Of the <laughs> nice. uh, it was when I had no idea what he was doing, but you know he's originally from Greenville. Yeah, and uh, so he was at Taylor's First Baptist for an event, and you know there's you know there's a swarm of people around around old Johnny Pipes, and he he looks so overwhelmed, like he's just so uncomfortable with all that attention. And I give him a Piper drive, and his response was. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so I was like, you know, you can, uh, you can, you know, if you ever learn how to play guitar, you can use this to change out sounds, or you can use it as paperweight. But I just wanted you to have it. Um, so it's it's a lower gain. It can get pretty raunchy, and actually gets glitchy if you max out the gain. Some people will use it as an always on uh, type of preamp kind of thing. Uh, but and it stacks really well too. Um, you got the the Puritan right here, uh, where if you can. It's it's inspired by like an, an AC30 AC15 uh, dimed with a treble booster in front. It's got nice. a nice little uh, accentuation of the mid range, um, and it can get nasty. Um, and it also stacks well. So it, I'm using that as kind of like a third or fourth stage right now. Um, you also see up up there the E89. Uh, so that's got the Edwards Overdrive version two and the 1689 version 2, which is respectively my Blues Breaker-ish and Tube Screamer-ish circuits. Um, You could compare that to something like a JHS double barrel if you had to, but this is soft touch, um, where JHS isn't. Um, as far as I'm aware, unless they just <laughs> unless they just announce something that I don't know about. Um, so also within that, you know, so you got version two Edwards, version two 1689. I also have the Dually, which is two version two Edwards, which is kind of like my answer to a King of Tone style mm-hmm. pedal. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's a lot of fun too. Um, so here's here's the nerdy part about the 1689 is so obviously Westminster. It's a reformed thing. Right. So you got the Westminster Confession of Faith in 1646. Hmm. Uh, and then you have the 1689 London Baptist Confession. Um, most of it was just kind of copied straight off from the 1646. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, they pretty much plagiarized it and then said, well, let's change the stuff that we disagree with. Hmm. And uh, the 1689 is a tube screamer style pedal. So the joke is the 1689, both the pedal and confession, 
take something great and make it better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I nice. mean, yeah, so in version two, I mean, you've got a clean blend, which a lot of people ask for. Um, I uh, personally, I'll just be transparent. I don't understand the clean blend allure, but I caved into market pressure. So whatever, there you <laughs> oh, go. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I am a capitalist at heart, obviously. So, <laughs> so, so for those watching, you know, if if you if some of what he said is is kind of now I'm doing it now too. <laughs> if some of what he said is, is is a little, you were like, ah, oh, what did he say? What he's saying is is that he has uh, got your Ibanez green tube screamer and made it better. Yep. All, a lot of his things will take your uh, Vox AC30, AC15 sound, which you all know what that is. Yep. And make it better. So what he's saying is for you praise and worship musicians that the regular things you use, this will help. <laughs> <laughs> this is better, even. Um, and, and I've even AB'd the Edwards. Uh, this is the Edwards version one that I AB'd, but I AB'd it, AB'd it and now I'm hitting stuff. <laughs> but um, again, but I A beat it with uh, the version four Morning Glory, and one oh, mine, yeah. mine sounded better, and two mine was quieter. There was less hiss involved when you when you pulled up the game. So uh, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> so we we have demo videos. It sounds good, I promise. So, uh, JHS will have you guys on next week. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I will say this. I met, I met Josh Scott at NAMM, and he's a, he's a really cool guy. Um, he actually went to, uh, went to college with my cousin Amos, who does all of my demo videos. Nice. And, uh, and, and I'm, I, made, I intentionally made the interaction awkward where he's like, oh, yeah, I've known Amos for years. I was like, hey, me too. And, <laughs> <laughs> but he was a really cool guy, and, you know, they, they have a Pedal Builders Summit every year at NAM, yeah. where everybody, like, eats pizza and drinks beer and... You know, I didn't. I didn't go that year, this year because I already had plans because I didn't know about that. Where uh-huh. I, I have a couple of friends in Los Angeles, so I hung out with them. Mm-hmm. But next year, I will eat pizza and drink beer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's funny that that uh, you know we got Westminster effects here, and one of the funniest or best parts of the video so far is that you have messed with everybody in the pedal and the theological industry. Oh, absolutely! I will step <laughs> on toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so let's let's talk about Nam a little bit since yeah, you absolutely. went to the big Nam, and I've mm-hmm. never been. Man, it is nuts. It really is nuts. I bet it's bonkers. Um, you want to talk about Providence? Uh, so I, it's what four days. Gobs and gobs and gobs of people, and and my voice was just shot after the first or second day. And uh, one of the really cool things that they do is provide free parking for Ellie. Well, the, the parking's free for exhibitors. Um, so I drove my rental car to Angel Stadium there in Anaheim, and me being a big baseball fan, obviously by the Braves <laughs> logo on my looper. What where? Right. <laughs> and and when the tattoo on my leg. But um, anyway. Uh, so, parked at Angel Stadium, get on the shuttle bus, and there's these people with their badges that say vocal mist, and it was like a personal nebulizer for your <laughs> vocal cords, and I was like, tell me about this vocal mist, and they took me to their booth, let me try it out, and within two minutes, my throat was gold, and it lasted the whole day, and I ended up buying one. <laughs> so, so look up vocal mist, uh, all you singers, um... That junk is, yeah, over there in the, in the corner with your wife. Um, 
go check that out. It's amazing. I can I can let you try it out and disinfect it beforehand. Um, Sweet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, total providence there. Um, also met some really cool people. Also uh, re-met some really cool people, such as uh, Simon Campling from G7th Capos. Nice. I was introduced to him uh, via my previously mentioned cousin, Amos, where they are working with Hope for Justice, which is working to end sex slavery. Um, right, yeah. Yeah, so I met him through all that kind of stuff, and he comes to my booth, and we're talking, and it's just so funny, you know, because they're, they're from the UK, mm-hmm. so obviously everything just sounds so sophisticated and nice, <laughs> and, and just so deadpan. It's just like, yeah, this is old hat for me. He gives me a capo, and he's like, all right, I got to go downstairs. Ed Sheeran's here. <laughs> Can I process this for a second? <laughs> but, you know, you, you walk around, and it's just like there's famous people everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Slipknot fan, but Mick Thompson of Slipknot literally walked right by my booth with his entourage. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked right by John Petrucci a couple times. Real quick, um, let's backpedal. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. sure. Entourage. <laughs> Were they all wearing masks? No, he was though. Okay, just he was. Yeah, he was. And, and, I, and I get it. I'm not going to hate on him for that. I like. I don't love Slipknot, but you know that's your that's your shtick. So go with your shtick if you're going to make a public oh, yeah. appearance. I don't mind yeah. that at all. Like I, I was telling my wife, and she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "That's his thing. What? Whatever." <laughs> um, but uh, I, I re-met uh, AJ Bartholomew of I Set to Kill, uh, where I had I had met there. Uh, other guitarist Alexia Rodriguez at Summernam, where my wife ran into her and she's like, hey, come check out my husband's pedals. And so now I have both of them on my artist roster. Nice. Uh, which is awesome. They're really cool people to work with. And uh, she actually just messaged me <laughs> on Instagram saying, hey, somebody broke my chick delay. They broke the power jack. And I was like, crap. I think I had mentioned that before. But no. I don't know. But yeah, I did mention that. It's been a long week. Um, but yeah, otherwise, Nam is just like, I, it's so big that I literally could not. It's not just that I didn't have a chance. It's I could not have gotten to every booth. Hmm. Um, it's it's expansive. Uh, I definitely met my steps goals every day. <laughs> just trying to, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, some of the cool stuff is... Uh, you know, like Victor Wooten did a really cool Q and A that that I talked about on my podcast, where um, the two things that really stood out to me, which is this is directly beneficial for worship guitarists or worship musicians in general. So <laughs> there you go. Um, so somebody said, "What was it? Which one do I want to start with?" Um, dang it, I'm blanking. We'll just do the, the really cool one, um, where somebody asked him, what are the qualities you look for in a great musician? And he said, let me simplify that for you. Um, I look for, in a great musician, I look for what I look for in a great friend. He's like, if I have a guitarist on stage with me during a gig and he's screwing up, he's like, you're not gonna know, at least from me. He's like, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna make him better, one, uh, but two, I'm not going to let you know that he's screwing up. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it after. They're going to be like, oh, look, we need to work on this. And he's like, but I'm not going to throw him under the bus in front of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought that was really helpful for whether, you know, you got a guy that doesn't know the Nashville number system, which, for the record, I don't. Um, I also don't know theory for anything. <laughs> so, so sometimes, uh, you know, 
sometimes people need to be a little more patient with me, but then at the same time, I've played with guys who, you know, sometimes stuff just doesn't click that day, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, oh, I have those a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. You kidding me? You're like, oh, man. Anyway, so in, in terms of actual skill level, like, I'm here and you're up here and whatever, but. Um, which, which is why once we start doing the demo stuff, you will be playing instead of me. Um, unless you want me to play a little a little metal, which I can make that happen. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But, but it was just so helpful. Like, show... And, and, you know, Victor Wooten, as far as I know, isn't even a Christian. But, you know, God has shown him the common grace enough that he has grasped that concept. And we can learn from that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the other cool things was um, I met Tosin Abasi of oh. Animals as Leaders. Um, he has started his own guitar and pedal line. And and one of the cool things with him was, you know, he's got these multi-scale eight, seven strings. Oh, yeah. and, but he, I mean, he also had some six strings, like, like a Telecaster style. Mm-hmm. And these guitars are just insane. And so there's a crowd of people around him and nothing pretentious about him. You just be like... You want to try it? <laughs> like, he just pointed at people. I'm sitting there like, please don't. Please don't ask me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I talked to him for a second, and he was just so chill, not assuming at all. And I think a case could be made that he's one of the top five guitarists in the world. Oh, absolutely. Um, even Maybe even the best. Um, and he was just like, yeah. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you yeah. got to love that because, I, you know, there's, Again, and we've talked about this before too. Music has a, a tendency to to make people believe that they're more than they are. Like a really yeah. good guitarist, a lot of times yeah. will walk around acting like he's really good at yeah. life. And so when you've got somebody like mm-hmm. that, and there are even uh, pedal builders. I won't name anybody, but there have been a couple of pedal pedal builders where I've talked to them and be like, "You think you're really cool, don't you?" But for the by and large, like ninety five percent of the pedal builders you'll meet mm-hmm. are awesome guys. Just super down to earth they understand that you know i'm a dude you're a dude whatever so um <laughs> I did, all I, dudes, yeah, yeah. I met, yeah yeah yes yes i didn't even mean to do that uh, but uh I, like i met uh matt hoops of reliant k yeah, yeah, in 1981 yeah. inventions um i had actually met them uh, the entire band of Reliant K a couple times way back in the day. The first time I ever saw Reliant K was at uh, Biltmore Baptist Church in Asheville. <laughs> and uh, wow. that, they were touring on the anatomy of the tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. And I got them to sign an I'm Lion O t shirt <laughs> that I had made myself. And Tyson's reaction was sorry we didn't play that song. We really suck at it right now. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I didn't tell him that story. I will if I have, you know, if I have the chance to talk to him again. But, you know, like, we follow each other on Instagram, oh, yeah. and, you know, he's he's like, yeah, I've seen your stuff, and it's pretty cool. And I'm like, you are such a bigger deal than I am. <laughs> it's like, why aren't you telling me to just, like, go on with the rest of the peons over there, you know? And that was that was a pretty cool experience just talking to guys who have made it in one area of the industry or another and they just treat you like a normal human and they act like normal humans. Mm-hmm. That's always refreshing for me. Absolutely. And so, you know, as we're we're uh, kind of wrapping this up, I'm going to ask this question. Um, and we talked about this some earlier before we before we started. Uh, the, the worship cast, 
you know, a lot of what we've kind of headed towards in our direction lately is talking about um, as musicians, especially worship musicians, that, mm-hmm. that what we're trying to do is to is to help equip you not only to be better musicians, but yep. better worshipers, yep. music or not. And yep. so um, what advice would you give to, um, to guitarists in order to, to help them along? Read the Bible. <laughs> I did it again. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I'll probably do it here in a second again. It, well, it's, a lot of people get intimidated by by reading scripture, uh, but we have to understand that God wrote it through through regular dudes mm-hmm. for regular guys. Uh, when Jesus called his disciples initially, he was calling fishermen, like regular old blue-collar guys. The Bible wasn't written at a PhD, PhD level. Mm-hmm. You can do PH, PhD level stuff to it all day, textual criticism, particularly of the lower kind because it's actually orthodox, mm-hmm. um, like textual criticism, parsing Greek nouns and all that kind of stuff. Like That's great. Awesome. Uh, but the Bible was written for normal guys to understand, and if you read it in context... Uh, you will discover a wealth of both wisdom and you'll know God. Um, like that, that's one of the things that kind of irritates me sometimes is, is we, want, we want experiences with God, but we don't really want to know God. Well, if, I, if I'd said, yeah, I love my wife. She's super petite and has blonde hair and green eyes. Um, my wife would be like, I'm five nine and have really bright dyed red hair and brown eyes. Um, so if you know, like we need to, we need to know who we're praising. Um, we need to know who he is, how he acts, um, and what he's done. And and so take you know, if you read two chapters a day in the New Testament, you'll read the whole thing twice in a year. Um, so whether you want to read the whole Bible or a book. Um, I would just say don't read there's nothing wrong with a devotional book right um, but they often have one or two verses yanked out of context and then some feel-good stuff and that's mm-hmm. that's fine uh, but you know if, if you're just starting out read the Gospel of John mm-hmm. uh, that's usually the most recommended uh, book in in regards to new Christians or even read Ephesians which talks a lot of, a lot about your identity oh, yeah. in Jesus which is so helpful and also really explicitly lays out justification by faith alone in Christ alone. Thank you Paul. So, yes. <laughs> so so read read the Bible, know who you're talking about and talking to and that in and of itself will will equip you to one worship better and two, lead your congregations in worship better. Oh, yes. um, because, well, that's another episode for that. <laughs> I think you've already done that one, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll spare you my rant on that. You can just listen to episode number whatever. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, yeah, read the Bible and then read guys who handle God's word with care. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of, of Piper. Obviously, uh, so so the book Desiring God wrecked my theology, uh, where and you know guys like Edwards or Calvin, even if you don't agree with Calvin on soteriology, that's okay. Um, the guy he's just universally known as a master handler of scripture. So read these dead guys, <laughs> read some of these guys who you know are going to treat the word with care, and and dig in. 
there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. Um, you're going to get some stuff wrong, and that's what the church is for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a body with multiple organs, and you know one of those organs is kidneys, and they help filter stuff out. So, <laughs> never heard to put that way. And that is. Oh man, how perfect is yeah, that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've got you've got digestion, you've got filtration. Um, I could probably make a couple other jokes, but I'll refrain from those and keep that G-rated for us. Uh, uh, That's very true. Yes. However, uh, but yeah, read the Bible, read guys who handle God's word with care, and I mean, crap. If you don't like reading, listen to it. Um, I've turned into this last several years into more of an auditory learner. So sometimes mm-hmm. instead of sitting down and reading, I'll have it playing in my earbuds or just on my phone. Mm-hmm. You can get stuff off audible.com. Yeah. Um, there's so many resources right now that a lack of knowledge is is only possible through uh, a lack of effort. Mm-hmm. So um, that's not to crush anybody, but it's just to be a little bit blunt and say like, hey, let's get after it. You know? Absolutely. And so from from the pedal builder himself, he wants you guys all to know to not only to buy his pedals and be better musicians. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. <laughs> be better worshipers. I, you know, it doesn't get any more plain than that. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we're about here with the worship cast too. Please, you know, follow that advice and do that. And now comes the part of the episode where... Uh, you've told me something before that I want to uh, make known to everyone oh boy. out there. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. But. <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. Oh, boy. So we all know and and like to listen to James Duke. He's got a an Elliott 357 mm-hmm. model that he mm-hmm. makes with those guys. Sure. And you met him. I did. Tell us what he's like. <laughs> he's a good guy. Very introverted. Yeah. Very, very introverted. Um he seemed kind of, and and I understand, he seemed kind of uncomfortable with, with the fact that he was getting attention, uh, which, hey, more power to him. Um, but when he was uh, at the Elliott booth doing a demo and he was playing, he was just like, I'm in my element. And and like that was when he really opened up, was when he, when he had a guitar in his hand. And I totally understand that. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my interaction with him was all of, 15 seconds or so uh but seemed like a pretty genuine guy as far as i could tell for 15 seconds but he was just like i don't know what to do right now so So, uh you know at some point we do want james duke on here uh you know maybe i just ruined it for you nah you didn't do that i'm sure he knows exactly what it's like but but, Uh, you know, I think it's funny that I just I like that you've met all these people and all this kind of stuff and and had these interactions with people and, and you know uh, nothing nothing bad. You know, James Duke's a great player and he from from how you described him in videos I've seen, he looks like a sweetheart. So yeah, you know, I, yeah, we'd yeah. love to have him and other people too as this continues. But um, uh, we want to thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. For coming and any, talking. Any anytime you want me to come on, just yell at me. I'm 15 minutes away. So. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll definitely have him back. Check out Westminster Effects pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, WestminsterEffects.com? Yep. Yep. As well as NosePedal.com. It goes to the same site. And uh, make sure you subscribe uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts to the Westminster Effects Doxology podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can hear me, my pastor, and a Lutheran guy in Nebraska talk all things that could possibly be connected to worship leaders. <laughs> there you go um like comment follow subscribe the worship cast as well mm-hmm. um you know instagram facebook youtube 
Uh, Twitter. We actually we do have a Twitter that yes. that, that works. It's alive. It's out there. <laughs> People are still on Twitter. See, that's the thing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we'll catch you next week.